This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Another edition of the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast with Josh Tolley and Bethel Duran. I'm Bethel Duran. As always, joined by Josh Tolley, Ricky Romero. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, it's a little fuzzy right now, but we'll figure that out. But as always, listen on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen and download to your podcast. Uh, how are you guys doing? Uh, Ricky, let's start with you. Go ahead. Niners. <laughs> oh, he's got props today. He's got his Niners. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There we go. There we go. Oh, Dan. <laughs> yeah, what is that? Boy. Hey, I uh, remember I told you guys last week, he <laughs> tweeted saying, welcome to the frozen tundra. And all I uh, I think I tweeted out after the game. I was like, where's my friend and Dan Showman? Why is he so quiet? Thanks for welcoming us to the frozen tundra. The boys <laughs> loved it. And I put a gif of Bobby Gold hitting that field goal. And he just <laughs> Like the Kermit of the Frog, the, the kind of like, yeah, uh, what, what am I going to say? What, what, what can Packer fans say? All of them who were talking shit to me, including my father-in-law. Oh. My father-in-law was, wouldn't stop talking shit. And I showed the boys, Josh, the, the <laughs> text messages that I was sending them after the game, dude. I was like, where are you at? Why are you so quiet? All that shit you talk. Where are you at? Where are you at? He said he woke up to 22 missed text messages from me. <laughs> That's great. I love the banter. The banter in pro sports is one of my favorites. It's uh, oh, it's how you do it. It's how we do it. It's a lot of fun. I know it, it, you like, we talked about it last week on the podcast. We're going to evolve with the podcast. Of course, it's baseball-centric, but we, we have other interests besides baseball. Like People are like, how come the reliever is not mad right now? How come he's at the club after blowing the save? Because you know, the game's over. Let's talk about the rest of the life. And right now, it's football season, people. Ricky's Niners are one game away from the Super Bowl. Josh's Bills, our Bills, uh, we lost. <laughs> what a, That was probably one of the best games I've ever seen. The, the end of that last, like... And it was crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Just so but everybody knows, like, I'm not like I, I'm not the sports fan that yells at the TV or does anything like that. Watching the Bills and Chiefs game, and in all sincerity, I'm not really like a Bills fan. I just live here, so I've become a Bills fan. I've caught myself jumping up and down multiple times in that game. And that's not who I am. Oh, I yeah. couldn't believe it. It was it was that awesome of a game. Yeah, and I, me too. I, I'm neutral, right? I'm yeah. at I'm at work. I'm just like, oh cool, cool, cool. I'm yelling at everybody, like, yeah, let's go. It was just a fun game to watch. Yeah. It was almost like the, the, the buildup of the games. It was like the Titans and Bengals started, and then the Niners and Packers was like good. You're like, man, how can you top this Niner-Packer Niner game? The Niners were, were dead, you know, and then they come back and win, and then you get the Tom Brady almost beating the Rams. Like, he's like, everyone thinks it's a game over, and then all of a sudden, like, all of L – or I shouldn't say all of L.A. because – Let's face it. There's about 50 real fans in LA that root for the Rams. Uh, yeah, I said it. Um, and and then you get the, the the Bills and Kansas City game that that uh, that you end the, the 
the the nightcap with and it was just like crazy man like the buildup of the playoffs has was, this weekend was unbelievable i don't think we've ever seen a weekend like that and that, that was cool because you get look we, like I said, we talk about sports we go back and forth and you know totally grew up in st louis area he knew about the rams and like hey we, we said the promo if you follow the let's go ricky roll instagram page we had the promo last week of totally saying hey i'm a winner baby wherever i go we win i i even texted us on our separate chat hey Totally. We're winners, baby. I did the Bills Mafia. I broke a table at the studio. I did all that other stuff. On the donuts. On the donuts. On the donuts. No, I took the donuts out. I just left the box there because product placement. You know that. And uh, I'm like, 13 seconds to go. There's no way they're going to get down the field. Holy smokes. The Cowboys couldn't do it the week before. And then Patrick Mahomes does it, man. It, It was just so much fun to watch and be a sports fan. And it's better when, like, you have no rooting interest. I'm just like, hell yeah, let's go. And, you know, my Chiefs. And my Niners last week, we did great. <laughs> <laughs> no, but room on the bandwagon, Ricky, for Beto? Yeah. On the 49ers bandwagon? Up. All right. I, I might up. come over too now. <laughs> no, but you know what? If honestly, and, and Josh knows about this, like football is huge in a baseball clubhouse. Huge. Like from fantasy football to to uh to going to like taking trips to Vegas, watching games out there, Super Bowl games, playoff games, all that stuff, like betting on on those games. It's it's fun. It, it's 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 cool, you know. Um, so it's just I feel like when when football season uh, comes, like even because it's during baseball season, sometimes the beginning of the season, and you we cat we used to catch ourselves at uh you know there's there's a cool Josh knows about this bar at Rio Sports Bar in in Toronto that's probably the the coolest sports bar you've ever seen Bethel it's unbelievable um so uh usually we had a section and we'd go there and we'd watch all the like the the whatever games we'd catch right after our Sunday game and and if and if and usually usually it was a Sunday night football game if it was a good game we'd go out there and watch so Football is a big part of the of the baseball culture. I know last week we talked about hockey being or baseball being part of the hockey culture. Football is is like that for us. That's right because I forget. You know, I'm a LA guy, never left, so I'm not used to knowing that there's football at eight o'clock at night. For us, football is done at eight o'clock at night. So you guys would right. play the one o'clock your afternoon Sunday game, yeah. get done, and then you're watching the West Coast games, right? Is that what it would happen? Yeah, we could. We catch a four twenty five games most of the time. I mean, you would park you would park yourself there from five o'clock till midnight. And no way. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully you had a Monday off. That's why Sunday always, extra inning game care worst. That's why. Yeah. Well, number one, it's getaway day, but number two, we're missing the football games, and it's September. And if you're out of the playoff hunt, it's even worse, right? <laughs> okay, that's actually yeah, yeah. It's just it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wait. So it no, really. It's, it's, it, let me ask you this. The um, because I've never. I I would when I would go to the clubhouses, you would see guys talk about their fantasy teams, and then you know, usually on Sunday, uh, the clubhouse nobody's in there, so you, media we would never go in there on a Sunday, anyways. So the football games are all over the place. Is it become one of those like guys wear their jerseys or they're like the territorial, like say a guy from Florida would be wearing a Dolphins jersey, you rather Niners? Is it like really into that like that? Sometimes, yeah, it can be. I feel like more. It's grown now more. It used to be, if you were, uh, if you were traveling, we were in suits and ties. Now I feel like it's very wear whatever the hell you want. So they have you see the dress up days. You see the you know wear your football, your favorite football teams jersey and all that stuff. I wish that was that was uh, going on when we were when I was playing. But 
Um, we weren't allowed to do that. But um, but yeah, if it was Sunday and you weren't traveling and you were at home, hell yeah, you wear your 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 <laughs> gear and, and stuff like that. So yeah, man, it is it's cool. I, I loved it. I don't know. Were you ever part of any cool fantasy football leagues, Josh, or did you always stay away? Yeah. No, I, I mean I live for that. I'm the backup catcher. Of course, that's what I do. I am, other than not wanting to be the commissioner, like, yeah, that was my stick, was the Fantasy Football League. Um, yeah. The one with the Mets when I was younger was was awesome. We, it cost so much, like, we got, like, three guys partnering up just to, just to yeah. pay the bills, pay the, yeah. pay the juice to get in. But um, Fantasy Football League, when you get the jerseys and you hat, so you draft your first pick and then there's a jersey waiting for you. That's always pretty cool. Wait, so that's an, okay. That's another question. If we're going to go to the fantasy world, if you have twenty five on a roster and you have a ten man league, so you just said it totally. Get, you have two, three guys as owners. Well, when this one was steep, so we had to. But most of the time, there's there's a there's more guys that aren't that into it or don't want to come up with the money or don't they they don't have enough time or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean it's twelve teams, and okay. you find a way to get twelve teams. You, you you always think that you're like 25 man and the coaches are in it too. Like don't yeah. don't fool yourself. Coaches will take up four or five spots, yeah. <laughs> but you still always struggle to find the last like seven, eight guys, you know, like it's you, you would think everyone wants to play, but it, oh, you you're know, you know what? I, I forgot about, the, the Dominican guys aren't playing, right? Because they don't know anything about football. No. No, no they're no, out. They're out. Yeah. yeah. I remember the Dodgers would say that they had Andrew Friedman. Uh, and uh, Farhan Zaidi were in their fantasy league. So it's like, that's not even fair, though. <laughs> I feel like that's not even fair playing against those hey, guys. Like, I, I won't say the source, but I heard an awesome story about something like that where the um, somebody in the front office was in the league, wanted a trade, and the guy denied the trade. And I said, Bro, you better accept the trade. I said, You're going to be sent down or like, <laughs> Just why? Just whatever the guy wants, you give it to him. He wants your team, give him your team. Like hell, we're trying to get to the big leagues, not win a fantasy football league. <laughs> no, we used to, ours was like really cool because we we they'd set up the clubhouse really cool for it, or we'd go to a restaurant. Um, the 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 one of the funnest ones was uh, the TJ one, Beto towards the end of my career in Tijuana. Like all those dudes love fantasy football. And, Usually, how the way it goes, it kind of goes by seniority, and if they're kind of looking for one or two more, they kind of get a young young guy. Like I was part of most of the leagues in Toronto when I was younger, um, but I still didn't know what I was doing because it was like one of my first times. That's where I kind of got hooked on it, and now you know my wife hates it. <laughs> but uh, we'll take a bow, and it's on video that she would. Uh, the bow was that she would forever root for my fantasy football team so i kid you not at the wedding you know totally at normal weddings are exchanging vows and and once again not because ricky's here one of the best weddings i've ever been to beautiful sunset overlooking the ocean i'm like wow i should not be here this is like way too nice it's beautiful beautiful and carl and ricky wonderful people exchanging really sincere vows and it was one of the few times i've actually paid attention at a wedding we all like wow these guys they wrote their own vows it was cool and out of nowhere and I vow to always support your fantasy team. I'm like, look around, like, what the fuck? Did she just say that? But the way that Kara said it, like, straight into Ricky's eyes, like, I am going to, but, man, it's going to cost you. Guy, <laughs> I was there. Oh, you were there, Tully? Totally? Hell yeah, I was at the wedding. Oh, man, great wedding, right? Great wedding. Great wedding. Eating In-N-Out burger. I still, 
like random photos like somehow pop up to me and it's and that's why i was much skinnier i had this nice black suit on in and out burger at two in the morning yeah the suit didn't fit anymore after that oh what a wedding you're yeah. exactly right i do remember that that was beautiful yeah I it was like remember. yeah good great vowels great vowels if i ever get married again i'm like i'm gonna have that i always bring it up i'm like don't when, when she starts like oh, i get uh you took a vow you took a Sorry. <laughs> Look at you, hook, line, and sinker. She didn't take it serious, but you did. <laughs> oh, man. Now, when oh, you guys it, do oh, go ahead, it's, go ahead. it's fun, man. I mean, it, it is fun. It brings, it, it, it builds a lot of camaraderie, a lot of shit talking. Um, the TJ one, like I was, I was explaining to you guys, it was fun. They invited me. I was one, I came in late to the team, and they were like, hey, dude, you want to play fantasy football? And that one was actually pretty steep for 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 like the league. I was like, whoa, like these dudes go all out. So we, I enter it. Um, I go into the playoffs. I'll never forget. I go into the playoffs barely like making it as a six seed. And I like absolutely, absolutely annihilate everyone in the playoffs. And the money I won, it was hilarious. It was uh, right before New Year's Eve. I was like, Hey, Cara, I just won all this money in this league. Let's go on a trip somewhere. Literally, the day before New uh, before New Year's Eve, we booked a trip to Maui. And we took like a four-day trip <laughs> with that money. So I sent the guys great. a picture from like, Maui. And I was like, hey, guys, thanks, thanks for your donations. <laughs> See? Once again, Cara, the vow she took got her to Maui. Yeah, but ever since then, I haven't been able to fucking win. So she's she's like, hey, like, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the shtick. You got to win. You can't be a horseshit fantasy owner. Ah, yeah, I you know. can. Yeah, you can. That's I me. Know. I know. I, and, I don't and, I, and I have a league. Like, I, you heard about the hibachi and all that shit we did. It, yeah. It's fun. We have a great group of guys. It's a lot of shit talking once again. And, and the live draft is just something about it. And all the all the dudes in that league know how bad I want to win it, and I just can't win that league. I just can't. Like I can't. Like I I can't get into the playoffs. Like I make all the moves, and then my dudes just drop like flies every year. So, yeah, and I know people are like, "Man, all right, fantasy talk," but this is fun because this isn't fantasy talk about who should I play. This is shit talking. And totally, my son runs my team, but this year, this fool, I guess high school and basketball got in the way. He he really didn't like pay attention. So I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, whatever you do, don't lose to Ricky. Like the one week we play Ricky, pay attention to him. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, Ricky's team's not doing well. Oh, I know. I already talked to him. I'm like, what the hell? What? You haven't even texted me good morning, but you're over there shit-talking Ricky. And I'm like, wait, you're supposed to tell me where you're at. What did you do last night? But he's like. I get on him all the time. I get, I get on him all the time. Fucking. That's why, like, that's why my kid, he's 16, whatever. Wherever he goes and plays in college, the shit-talking he's going to get from fans has nothing on what he gets from the fantasy football people, yeah. he'll be hey, much dude. prepared. No, no joke. Uh, one, the, the <laughs> we always tell this story about the, the the Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl where where Russell threw the interception in the end zone. He was he, he and Mateo was a little younger. He was like 10, uh, 10, 11. Uh, he, he was a little older. No, well, that was probably six years ago. Yeah, yeah, something like when that. They gave, yeah, they should have gave the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Well, yeah, yeah. That game? But he's a Seahawks fan. At that age, he had an edge to him. He comes in with the Seahawks jersey talking shit to me. Where's the Niners at? This and that. And your Niners aren't here. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, just 
nonstop the whole game. They threw that interception, and I was like, oh, sh- oh, sh-. I kind of felt bad after because he was in tears, dude. <laughs> no, I didn't. He got – Rick, like, oh. Ricky got in his face, and Mattello, like – he was crying because his team just lost. He was crying because Ricky's in his face. Everybody's like, Ricky. And I'm like, no, that's what he gets. All game long, he's in Ricky's man cave just chirping at him, going after him. Every play, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, you, you haven't even been to Seattle, bro. But, hey, it's okay. He's, he's That's his team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he started crying. I'm like, hey, don't be dishing it out for 59 minutes if you can't take the 60th. Life, life yeah. And I'm the bad guy. You mess with the bully. This is why I'm, I'm telling you, and this is why I don't talk shit. Like, I already have a few Rams fans nitpicking <laughs> at me, you know, like saying, like, hey, we got this. Like, we're going to beat you guys. And I'm like, okay. Like, I, I'm just like, all right, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Because yeah. I don't know. Okay, he's like, going with the same tactic he went with last week. Okay. And, okay. The, and, the, and the week before. And, and yeah. the cool things, though, like, when you look at it, dude, Beth, the Niners were two minutes away. From not even making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Too many. Yeah, because Too and many. you were there, you were there. You're the reason they won that game. McVeigh gets a first down, and the Rams get a first down. It's a game over. That's mm-hmm. it. The Rams, uh, the Niners go home. It's crazy, man. It's crazy how sports works, and 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 we see it a lot in baseball too. Like we're the wild card team. You're like, okay, yeah, like how the hell did they get in? And then they just run the table. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing what, what, what little adversity throughout the year can do for certain teams. And then right at the end, something just clicks and, and, and then it comes all together and, and they just roll with it. And it's fun to watch as a fan um, when you're watching, whether you're watching football or baseball. Yeah. Ricky's not a shit talker. He's a really nice guy. <clears throat> he waits, he collects receipts. And then all of a sudden, Hey, Dan Showman, what are you doing here? How are you doing? Where's my friend Dan Showman? Why is he so quiet tonight? Thanks for welcoming the Niners of the Frozen Tundra. They loved it. And then you sent the field goal. Like, I had to find that. T- That's great. <laughs> like, the two hey, people in the sport. planet going back and forth. <laughs> That's a good sport. I also had my friend uh, from uh, Ottawa, my boy Flick. And he all week wearing me out. We got the best. We got the bet. We got the MVP. We got the best receiver. We got the best team. We got this. We got that. We got home field advantage. Good luck. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be on his ass, which he was, but he still won. Um, and just nonstop. And I was like, all right, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You know, a few years ago, a guy by the name of Colin Kaepernick came in and waxed you guys in your own home. So we'll see. And yeah, sure enough, at the end, I just fired off like 50 messages to him. <laughs> and also our boy Stocky in Toronto, who uh, last week enjoyed the conversation about snowblowers, sent me a picture of the Niners jersey. He was all oh, yeah. fired up. So it's, it's good. Sports bring people together and we have a lot of fun. All right. So now let's get on to the... But, but, but oh. if, if, if the Niners do lose this week, fuck. <laughs> I don't even want like again. That's why I don't talk shit because I don't want people talking shit to me. Because yeah, well, they're, they're gonna come for you. They're coming for you, Rick. Rick, it's fine. Are you going to the Niners Rams game this weekend? I don't know yet. I don't know. My man cave's a good setup, dude. You got a couch. You got yeah, a TV. Yeah, you don't want to go to the game. Fridge, you got free, yeah. But Tolly, Tolly, last game at SoFi, he went Niners won. Yeah, but uh, I don't have any any. Uh, whether I show up or I don't, or I don't it, it doesn't have any Good. outcome on this. Thank you for saying that. Damn, people, it's, it has nothing to do with you. There's no such thing as a jinx. There's no superstition. They're going to play with or without you. Stop. 
Okay. Except for when Beto, except for when Beto jumped on the exactly. table. Before hey, the game that's was over. Cool. Let me tell you about the mush, baby. There you go. I've been trolling every. If you follow my Instagram, Beto Vision, every team I'm trolling you guys. Just they don't. They. It's just too easy. Too easy. Don't pick my team, and I'm like, yeah, I got you, bro. I'm gonna get you. I'm. I'm a big fan of your team. No, I get those messages all the time. <laughs> this week, I love, it. love the Niners. I love the Niners this week. No, 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 no. Don't say that. <laughs> No, you told me you like the Rams, asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get on to the baseball. So we realize that every couple weeks we, we're going to keep evolving with the show. If you notice, on if you're watching on YouTube right now, there's a little logo that there that says Blue Wire. We've joined with the Blue Wire Podcast Network. A little round of applause. We're going to be hearing it also. And if you are listening to the podcast, you hear commercials. You're like, wait a minute, because last week uh, – they were like, hey, Bethel, I hear commercials. Like, yeah. So you hear a commercial before the show and after the show. And during the show, you'll also hear a commercial. Uh, looking forward to working with Blue Wire Podcast Network. Uh, there's going to be a Vegas trip involved for us pretty soon. They're at the win. Uh, just go listen to a lot of stuff on the Blue Wire Network. So we're going to get involved with them. You'll see more and more signage with them all uh, year long. So, all right, let's get on to the baseball because I was texting yesterday. And I realized that me as the host – I kind of drag things around. And you know what I, I do, Tully? This is what I do. You lollygag the ball around the infield. You lollygag your way down to first. You lollygag in and out of the dugout. Do you know what that makes you? Larry? Lollygagger. 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 That's what I've been doing. <laughs> I'm watching that tonight, 100%. <laughs> what a great movie. That's our favorite line to our kids. You're a lollygagger. No, oh, yeah, dude. Kara uses it all the time. <laughs> that's great. Wait, all right, Cara, stop lollygagging. Yeah. See, that's what it is. So the reason I brought that is because we get so caught up and we're like, okay, we want to have the podcast about 45 minutes. We're 21 minutes in. We haven't even talked about what we wanted to talk about because I've been lollygagging because this is so much fun. So make sure you rate, review, subscribe, and let us know what you like about it. And also go to the Instagram, let's go Ricky Rowe and leave your comments. Uh, we do have new stickers coming out with Josh Tolley's name on there. Uh, I'm going to make some mugs. We're going to make some shirts. We're going to have some merch for you people out there. Uh, not for free. You got to buy it. But we'll take care of it. Uh, <laughs> no, no, the stickers will be free because I, I paid for the stickers. All right. But if you, people are like, oh, can we get a mug? People in Toronto are like, hey, a, a coffee mug would be great. As I'm listening to the podcast, I'm like, that's great. Cool. And I'm like, you know, we can do that. We're, we're going to invest in some merch for you guys. We'll take care of it. Oh, so we, I, got, I got a guy. I got a guy. Shocker. You got a guy. <laughs> you got the guy who can uh, send it out there. All right. So let's get into the baseball. Every week, I'm going to present Ricky and Tolly two topics about baseball that they have no clue about. And I'm just going to get their full reaction from it. Later on in the show, we talked about it. We love hearing old man Tolly, who's only 35 years old, uh, same age as Sean McVay, the Rams coach, but he is a, an old soul. We're going to give Tolly 59 seconds. That way we can po post it on Instagram. It's going to be called Tolly Time, where he can rant about whatever he wants. I'm not going to bother him. Ricky's not going to say anything. Fo focus on Tolly. So I have no clue what he's going to say. That's coming up later on in the show. But right now, all right, guys, Major League Baseball, or baseball in general, they like to tweak things around, right? So... Let's start with this one. This comes from J.J. Cooper, Baseball America. The Frontier League of Professional Baseball <clears throat> has announced that it will use sudden death baseball to settle title games, tie games, right? So sudden death. After one extra inning, if the game remains tied, 
The home team will choose to hit or pitch. The hitting team puts a runner on first. They get three outs. If they score, the hitting team wins. No runs, the pitching team wins. Tolly, <laughs> I'm gonna save Ricky's for this. That's why I'm going with you, Tolly, first. Tolly, you want me to start my rant right now? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, it's the Frontier it. League. Frontier League of Baseball. It's uh independent, different. I I know, but what happens is this stuff starts leaking. This stuff starts leaking into the 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 brains of the of minor league baseball, major league baseball. Major league baseball is getting a pulse on on all of these things. That's why they like next thing you know, the Atlantic League, who's I think MLB owns the Atlantic League, will try these things. Like, let's just keep baseball what it was. That, that like I understand it's a frontier league and there's not a whole lot of money in it and they want to just move the games along. However, like that's why we play the game. I I, I made a comment um a, a little bit to somebody about the overtime in the NFL because I, I felt like it was brutal that Buffalo didn't get a shot, mm -hmm. um, especially the kind of game that it was. But uh, it's for a different conversation. But I I I don't I don't like this. I I don't like the guy on second base. I've said it before on the show. Like, dude, learn how to run a bullpen. Learn how to manage a roster. Like that's part of the game. You now I don't want to play 19 innings either, but that, that's just what it is. I, I think yeah. we're losing the core value of the American pastime of the game. This and it's starting and it's now it's now leaked down into the Frontier League, which which I think is sad. Yeah, I agree too. I mean, leave baseball alone. It really everyone was always talked about this whole like, oh, it's too long, but it ain't much longer than what it used to be. Uh, it's it's not like these these rules are cutting it that much shorter, um, and not, it's not very often that a baseball game goes you know fifteen. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In 16 innings, right. it's every once in a while. Uh, we make it seem, or everyone makes it seem like it happens every night, but it doesn't. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the, the... This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Beauty of, of like, like Josh said, the beauty of tight games, it's, you, you learn how to use a bullpen, you know, you learn how to manage it. You learn how to, you know, use certain guys in certain situations and, and, you know, and everyone, a lot of people like to bitch and complain about the whole, like, Oh, too many pitching changes. Well, that's part of the strategy sometimes. And, yes. and I feel like we face those guys out like the, the, the left-handed specialist or the right-handed specialist that come in and, and, and do, do their thing. I mean, do, do, do they not matter? Like they, they, they matter, you know, in, in, in a baseball game. And I think that's, it's key to have those type of guys. And 
Um, and those are the guys that sometimes can pitch three nights in a row because they come in and face a hitter or two. Um, you know, the, the first guy that comes to mind is uh, Javi Lopez, you know, a guy that <laughs> Dodger fans are very familiar with because he would come in and, 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 and do his thing from the left side with, with the Giants. And to me, there was beauty in that. Oliver Perez, you know, uh, Beto, I mean, yeah. he's, the left, he's a guy that, that comes in and, um, Randy Chode was another guy that I that comes to mind with in Tampa when when he'd come in and just do his thing from the left side and all that stuff, man. I I just you know everyone wants to speed up the game, speed up the game, but if why? What, what's the, what, well, guys? I've asked this before. What's the difference but between two minutes and four or two hours and forty eight minutes or three hours and five minutes? Okay, yeah. I, I get the I get I, I understand what the answer is. But is it really that big of a deal? Like, what's better than going? I mean, we should go to the ballpark with my parents, and you never knew when the games were going to end. Yeah. It could end at 10 o'clock. They could end at 1 o'clock. Times are different. Times are different. And their whole thing is, you know, oh, like, we want to get more people engaged in the game. Well, promote it better. That's, That's my thing. We don't promote baseball as good as the NFL, the NBA, like, we don't promote it as much. We don't promote the young stars in this game. And it, it just, I feel like, you know, we can do more work than that. All right, now let's stick to right here what the Frontier League's going to do. Tolly, put your manager hat on, which one day you might do. You're in the Frontier League managing. The hitting team puts a runner on first. You get three outs. Do you want to hit or do you want to pitch? I think, well, like the, the strategy is, is where are you at in your bullpen? Because if you see after one extra inning, yep, right? So now so it's, it's the 11th inning. <clears throat> right. So you got to figure out, I mean, I, I what happens is, is you got to figure out where you're at in your bullpen. So, so I guess the visit, my understanding of this is the visiting team. No, the home team would choose. The home team chooses. Oh, the whole oh, home team chooses to hit or pitch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, honestly, I'd, I'd probably pitch because yeah, I feel like good pitching more. beats good hitting, yeah. and I, I would I would lean more that way. But if your bullpen is shot and you got it, you got to take a shot at it and try to hit. Now I I'm also I'm, I'm the guy who's like, hey, put it on on second. I, let's go. Let's start with that during the regular yeah, season. Now for this rule, this rule, no, no, no. I'm just saying as a fan, as a <laughs> as a fan here, <laughs> put a guy on second during the regular season. I have no problem. This rule right here about hitter pitching, this is stupid. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this one is like, come on, man. This ain't some baseball. This no. is if you run our second, both teams are gonna have it, same advantage. Okay, cool, whatever. Like, we're gonna hit or pitch, like, come on, man. That that one's done. Mm-hmm. All right. So team loses all credibility. Without it, that's like uh something they do in PE because they got five minutes to go. Shit. It's like, oh, no. hey, oh, last shot wins like in basketball. Last shot, then the yeah. bell wins. Yeah. No, no, no. This isn't yeah. eighth grade PE right here. That's right. exactly what it is. All right, here we go. One more, the second topic. We got to come up with a name for this. Not like two up or two down or something like that. All right, here we go. From Sports Illustrated, <clears throat> should Major League Baseball adopt robot umps as well? Because robot umpires are to be used behind home plate in AAA starting this upcoming season. Robot umps in AAA. No. Ricky, let's start with you. No, no. <laughs> well, we don't even know how good these things are, and and they didn't. Our, our good friend Alex Sanabia, who pitched in the Atlantic League. Yeah, season, Atlantic League. Um, they tried it, and he said it was an absolute disaster. So now we're just going to put it in AAA where guys are on the cusp of being big leaguers. 
and and <clears throat> it, it to me it's just a recipe for disaster right now uh we don't even have the full data on this and like i said it was a failure according to a guy who played there so i don't think baseball should adopt it in the big leagues no i mean we if if you're eventually going to go that way there should be so much trialing of the of these robo umps to see how good they are but I, I, again i mean to me just leave leave the game alone i mean it's it's part of the, the the beauty of it is the miss you when you have a missed call and you have a manager going out and arguing everyone gets fired up and everyone loves seeing stuff like that and um if you have robo umps and you just so what <laughs> there's i feel like the game loses its it's what it what it what it is it uses a bit of its identity um and 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 to me that's the whole beauty of baseball you you're there's going to be missed calls there's, you know a lot, a lot of it was ken revisa was hey next pitch next pitch and next pitch and and you got to overcome those situations you got to overcome the shitty umpires and stuff like that now it's like we're making it like way too easy or something i don't know yeah we i think we've lost all credibility at this point i mean the energy the energy of the old days of when lou Pinella, bobby cox those guys would come out and argue balls and strikes or hitters would get thrown out i i think to ricky's point like it didn't work in the atlantic league so you think about putting it at the highest level before the big leagues like you got guys careers on the line and we're using a, a computer system that's not whistle tight yeah um, I, I understand the opposing argument, like, so the opposing argument I think is this, right? There's so much money in the industry that like, we can't have missed calls anymore. The difference between losing a championship series game and winning a world series game in the playoff shares money, as we talked before, that it's such a wide gap. So some people are going to argue that point of like, we can't have any more mistakes, but once again, like overcoming those mistakes like when you have umpires that are bad behind the dish and i think the world knows who they are so we, as players we definitely know who they are like that was the luxury of being a catcher that had a relationship with a bad umpire was yeah. we knew how to navigate a guy that was terrible behind the dish so like yeah. what what i i i don't I, I don't know. I, it, it's frustrating to me. And again, and I'm not by no means am I this old school, as Beto says, like grumpy old man. But like this, this stuff makes me grumpy. Like it makes me makes you not want to watch the game. Yeah. Like what? what's the delay? Let me ask you guys this. What is the delay? How how tight do they have this thing? It's an interesting concept. It's going to be a machine to determine whether or not pitch is swung at is a ball or a strike. Um, it, it's not too many details are out, obviously, because that's a union thing and Major League Baseball owns AAA. So there's not too many details of how it's going to happen. Uh, but it's, you can obviously argue both sides like, hey, yeah, you want to get the calls right. But like Ricky's point, the technology is there, but it's not tight. There are oh, still mistakes tired. to be made. Dude, this has to be beta tested five billion times over, right? It can't just you can't just run it in the Atlantic League and right, or in Triple A. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. Like before, it, it that, that shouldn't even be a question in Triple A. I just the have conversation this. is somewhere else in minor league baseball, which is fine at that point if you're trying to test it. But 
to me, it's like, what if you're that guy that's up and down, you know, that that's just you're going from robo ump to real ump. And it's just like, how, how do you how do you find yourself? Oh, well, in AAA, I was getting this strike and in the big leagues. I'm not, you know, so yeah. it's like it, it, it I like to Josh's point about umpires. You, there's to me, I found beauty in trying to find the guy's strike zone, you know, like, hey, like so and so you're not. Uh, I thought that was a strike. You go and talk to him and say, hey, you know, Angel, where, where do you have this pitch? Oh, I have a little bit out, but, you know, keep hitting it and I'll give it to you. What, whatever it is, like those conversations with umpires, you know, and, and I know and we all know who the bad ones are and stuff like that. But you 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 navigate through it and, and, you, and you manage it. And, and, I, and I feel like that's the beauty in baseball. And I and I'm sure. A lot of media guys hate hearing that because we watch the game on TV. You you see the little box. You see where <laughs> that box is wrong too because it's off a little bit because the camera angle is off. Right, it doesn't, and it doesn't. I don't believe adjust to hitters' heights either. No, so it stays in the same spot. Hey, one quick question, Ricky. How come every time uh, balls and strikes get brought up, everybody, no matter what podcast, what newspaper, anything you read, is Angel's name always mentioned? I feel bad for the guy. I feel bad for the guy. Like we can't, like we can't come up with somebody else that's actually. Well, Eric Gregg dead. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, Eric Gregg. I, I say, Angel for some reason was always, <coughs> excuse me, pretty decent behind the dish when I was. The, the, the best part is that we don't even have to say his last name. Can we get that on recording and let's get that on the Twitter that, <laughs> that you said that you might get some scrutiny because there's a lot of people that don't like him. I'd like, I have to tell you oh, out of all the umpires, there's only one guy I did not like actually two guys. I will not say their names, but angel was a guy that I got along with. He was fine. You knew what you were getting for the day. He'd work with you. You could hey, Ainge, Come on, dude. Are you kidding me? Are we watching the same game? It's one of those things where, you know, that, I'm gonna show this guy up. The first I show him up, it's 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 over. So that's why you you approach you you approach him a certain way and you ask him in a nice not like hey where the fuck do you have that or something like like it's like yeah. and a lot of the times yeah the catchers usually have a big play a big role Beto they they're they're the ones that are um hey let me handle it Rick let me handle it like don't don't I don't want you getting in a shouting match but that's what they're supposed handle. to do right yeah, yeah because yeah, when you use the situation. Like, Usually you see those when, when the pitcher and the catcher are walking after a third out and they kind of meet in front of the dugout. And it's usually like, hey, where, where did he have that? He's like, I got you, dude. I got you. Don't worry. He's going to give it to us. And you're like, okay. You know, and and that's, I again, that, like Josh is saying, that's the beauty of trying to find certain guys is uh, uh, building that relationship with those umpires. And I feel like if you go to that computer, it, it kind of loses that. And, and again, Baseball, baseball has been what it's been for the past, I don't know, 100 years. And, and it's just leave it alone and let's continue to play ball and let's, let's just continue to grow the game the right way, you know, and and, and let's continue to get uh, get as everyone involved. You know, we want to see more, you know, Mexican kids, the inner city kids in, in, in pro ball and stuff like that. So let's 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 grow the game that way instead yep. of. Oh yeah, let's change the rules. Let's do this. Let's do that. Uh, it's too my, long. Yeah, my thing is this, and totally kind of touched on it. So you're gonna go learn to play one way as a kid, right? You're gonna learn how to play in high school, travel ball <clears throat> showcases, and then all of a sudden you get to the big leagues, and now the strike zone completely changes everything else, right? The baseball, the rules are the same everywhere you go to an extent, but it's just different. So what? The, here's the difference. 
It's called the Automatic Ball and Strike, ABS. You're going to hear that a lot, the ABS system. It was used in low-level uh, A-ball, the Southeast League last year, the All-Star Game for the Independent Atlantic League, and also they used it in the Fall League this past year. But they're also looking for people to operate the system. So if you're in Charlotte, El Paso, Tacoma, there's job openings for you to learn. You have to learn how to use this computer system to operate it. So it's not like you have official umpire or anything like that. It could be Tony down the street who's like, hey, I applied for the job. I know, I know baseball. Here you go. It's I just want to I just want to see the first like few mistakes. What are people gonna say to that? When I when it's like it. I will fix it. Right? Yeah, yeah but, but, if, but but if it costs you a game, they will have no problem with it because technology so doesn't you, doesn't fail, let, right? Let me, let me ask you guys this. So um what what happens to all the catching stuff? All the all the ripping strikes, stealing strikes. All of that. So this is going to be an interesting play when the lockout is over, I think. Right? You're going to find teams possibly go out and get like 4A catchers who can just flat out hit. Right? Like you no longer have to be a good receiver. So when when these teams are when these teams are going through like these big portfolios of players trying to decide what metrics matter to them and where they stand and how valuable they are and what they should pay them to go to triple a like i think it's fairly black and white let's find a dude that can hit let's focus only on hitting because as we said before you no longer have to call a game right like that you get the wristband if you can block halfway decent you don't even have to hell you don't have to throw anymore either so you really just have to learn how to block like i wonder what avenue these guys take especially at that level is that's like, a great point Great. Because you get to develop, it's it's developing a free hitter is what it's doing, right? Because wow. now you don't need the total package. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. If the computer's going to be calling balls and strikes, you're right. There, there's no, there's no art in catching anymore. It, it almost like it loses. It. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to strike. The computer already called it crossing the plate before you even caught it. So it don't yeah. matter. <laughs> That's a great point, man. Good conversation. I like that. Good job. All right, two two topics every single week. Uh, we're going to find them out for you. Uh, when we don't have a guest. And next week, we're going to have a guest for you. We're going to continue to bring more and more as we evolve on the Let's Go Ricky Roll podcast with Josh Tolley. Oh, Tolley, by the way, we got a, a, a request from somebody. You know, somebody's uh, favorite quote, and the request was from you. I need you to explain what this means right here. I don't know who this the voice is, but I need you to explain this. You know, this isn't, this isn't the try league. You know, this is the get it done league. Okay, one more time. One more time. This, you know, this, is, this what? isn't. This isn't the try league. You know, this is the get it done league. <laughs> Josh Tolley, you have the floor. Boy, it's a great line. Boy, it's such a great line. We, we were we were on a we were in a skit. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Josh Donaldson. Okay. Great goatee, by the way. How awesome is that? I forgot he had that. Um, we were in Houston, I believe, and we were uh, we were struggling. I I, I want honestly, I want to say we just got swept. And we were leaving and nobody listens to anybody's interviews and jd makes that comment this is the try this is the get it done league not the try league i thought was the best and the moment we got on the bus obviously it was out instantly to the twitter world and everybody started talking about it on the bus and like i think i have to say i think that poked us a little bit that woke us up i couldn't believe it but that it's the truth it's the big leagues 
Oh, we're not trying to just, oh, okay, we're out what, here to try. No. What made him, what made him make that comment? Do you remember? What's what that? Made him make, what, what made him make, make that comment? If I remember right, I don't know the exact context of it, but I believe that it was like, um, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to say something about um, runners in scoring position or something offensively about trying, mm. you know, and he's like, no, it, we, ain't nobody in here trying, dude. We got to get this shit done. Like that was like, yeah, I I love it. One more that time, Josh Donaldson on Sportsnet a few years ago. You know, this isn't this isn't the try league. You know, this is the get it done league. <laughs> Never heard it before. You guys brought it up yesterday in the text, and I'm like, okay, let me go find this clip. It's beautiful. So every single week, totally, I'm gonna go find a clip of audio. And I'm gonna bring it up, whether it's Earl Weaver in 1970, or Lasorda, or you know, uh, you know, Chico Estrella, whatever. I'm gonna find a clip. We're gonna play for you every single week. Hey, can we get the Kurt Bavakwa? Uh, yes, we can. Clip? Yes, we can. Next week. That's okay. what I want next week. I'm okay. actually gonna listen to it right as we hang up. Old man told me going to 1980 right there. <laughs> Could have hit water and fell out of a fucking boat. You know the the story about that is uh, you have the Bavakwa. Uh, you know, what do you think of Keeman's performance? Right. Yeah, the you know Tommy Lasorda talking about Dave Kingman, the man who asked a question, right. Paul Olden, who's the Yankees PA announcer. He was a young reporter here in LA. So no way. Yeah, so Paul Olden, who's the Yankees PA announcer, who took over for the late Bob Shepard, is the one who asked Tommy Lasorda, "Hey, what do you think about Kingman's performance?" And he went, <laughs> "We'll do that next week. We'll get Tommy Lasorda's. Uh, what do you think of Kingman's performance next week?" Man. All right, so we got two elements to the show. We got. Two questions for Ricky and Tolly. Good baseball questions. Good answer. Good banter back and forth. We're going to get you a quote from somebody. And then now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. We've been having a good show. Ricky, uh, I need you to get your uh, 49er helmet one more time, Ricky. We're going to end the show with you on the 49er helmet because the, the audio, the video was a little blurry early on. Don't, don't put it on just yet, Rick. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> At the end of the show, we're going to put you on because we're going to give you the Ricky there. But right now, it's a new feature we have on the Let's Go Ricky Rowe show. It's time for Tolly Time. Josh Tolly gets 59 seconds to rant wow. about anything. It could be about baseball. It could be about the snow. It could be about the lack of hunting. It could be about the barn. It could be whatever he wants. It is now time. And look, we even have a little graphic up there. Tolly Time! Oh, Go for right. it, <laughs> Wow, we're so professional. I'm going to set my timer because I can get a rant, boys. All right. <laughs> Episode one of Tolly Time. I am frustrated at the NFL's overtime rules. It is absolutely, and I told you before, I am not a huge Bills fan or whatever, but that was a bunch of crap that the Bills had no chance to get the ball back and drive down the field. The NFL needs to fix that. We talk about it in all these other sports. Too much money on the line. These guys are livelihood. You don't get a chance. You lose on a stupid coin toss. And then the coin toss gets scrutinized by the media. Oh, you never called tails. Oh, if you would have called heads and it landed on tails, you would have said the opposite. So my, my frustration, I, I was actually heartbroken. I spent so much time watching that game and the energy behind the game and all of that to come down to a stinking a coin toss. A coin toss is what cost the Buffalo Bills a shot at the Super Bowl. Totally time, episode one. <laughs> oh look at that one minute on the dot on the dot Woo. oh my god 
Tully, you know what you weren't doing? Shit, though. You know, you were not doing you this. The ball you weren't me. doing that. You lollygag. You weren't there on the first. You lollygag. You didn't have in the dugout. You know what that makes you, Larry? Lollygag. Lollygag. I can see Ricky and Carl doing that. Ricky, lollygag. Lollygag. Sebastian's always like, Daddy, what did you call me? A lollygagger. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to go to school and do that, man. And, uh, you know, as always, we got a, we got creative fans here. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is great. How awesome is that? So we're lollygagging. We'll put that up on the Instagram. The lollygaggers totally is the manager. I'm in the back. I don't even know what I'm doing. But, yeah, Ricky's yelling, lollygaggers. We'll be right there for you. All right, here it is, the final part of the show. Ricky Romero, when you have the floor, put that helmet on, bro. Go for it. Oh, my God. Oh, Niners, that's it. That's all I got. I that's, mean. No, no, you got to give us better than that. Well, shoot, man. I mean, again, we're, we're going to we're gonna, – they're, they're one game away. Stop and off. I'll, I'll pump it. Uh, <laughs> man, I don't know. You put me on the spot. I, I thought this was just totally time. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, Bengal, Bengals, Chiefs. Bang. Oh, we got the picks. Oh, you know what, dude? It's it's been so fun watching Joe Burrow play. Like, even though he got annihilated by the Tennessee defense, that dude never wavered, never said anything. He just kept playing. So, you know what? I'm going to go with the upsets, the road teams, obviously. I'm going to go Cincinnati Bengals versus the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. Woo! 1988 coming back. All right. Show the side of the helmet, Rick. Show that side of the helmet. Oh. Oh. <laughs> lucky you guys are not in front of me or I'll fuck, I'd fucking tackle you guys. <laughs> Oh, no, man. you would. You would. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe not you. Two-time All-State defensive end. <laughs> you I made that up in my head. Oh, okay. All right, there it is. Illinois State football, football champion right there, Josh Tully. All right, guys, we'll see you, you next you. week. For Josh Tully, Ricky Romero, I'm Beth Rand. As always, thanks for listening to the Let's Go Ricky Row podcast with Josh Tully. Go to uh, Instagram, the Let's Go Ricky Row, where you can now hear Tully time. Uh, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Thanks, as always. Appreciate you guys. See you soon. See ya.